Episode 7, Pepperoni Facing Right Side Up, 12-24-2011. What are you doing over there? What is that? Uh, I'm doing a Google search for um, a frog that can play on an iPhone. But not really an iPhone. It's an Android device. Yeah, but Google doesn't seem to be working. It just seems to be beeping. Well... Huh, what? What's this? That's cool. So you've done any Google searching yet today? No, I haven't. This is my first time. Mm, interesting. Today. Yeah. And what is today? Depends on who you're asking. If you ask my dad, he'd say Christmas Adam. Christmas Adam, yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, Adam was before Eve. But today is Christmas Eve. Yeah, it is. Last time I checked. I think it is. A minute ago. Yeah. But anyways, so how was your week? Oh, that's pretty good. I um, finished all my finals. I'm done now. Yeah. I am now on vacation, happily. So how's vacation been for you? Well, it's only been a day and a half. So uh, yeah, it's been pretty pretty, uh, pretty exciting with uh, some gameplay. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. So, But something more exciting happened. So what what do you think of your new Apple TV? You know, it's not actually my Apple TV, but, um, you know, the Apple TV, you know, it's, uh, it doesn't fit in with the rest of the product line. Um, why? How do you use it? With a remote. Yeah, so, uh, and you know, AirPlay. So, like, imagine you're holding the remote, and, you know, uh, when you get to a screen where you have to actually type words, mm-hmm. uh, you, it's really slow, and you're tempted to take the remote and rotate it 90 degrees into a portrait mode so you can type on it like an iDevice. And uh, you can't do that. Yeah. So, it doesn't fit with the rest of the product line. So because you can't rotate it to change how it functions, it's not an Apple product. That does not count. (laughs) That does not count. (laughs) For those of you that can't see, which is everybody... um, our co- our actual real host has taken his MacBook Air and has now set it up like a book. It actually looks kind of cool this way. Um, yeah. How does functionality work now? No, no. That's actually kind of cool. They could really make a lot of money doing this. Really? No. Yeah. But the Apple TV. Back to the Apple TV. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, you know, we the the reason I got it is to play Netflix essentially for my grandmother. She uh, she likes watching Monk, some mm-hmm. show on TV, and she wanted you know more than one season of it. And you know, uh, discs are pretty expensive, even from Amazon. Agreed. So, so I figured if I just got her the Apple TV, she could watch all of Monk that's on Netflix, which is pretty much every season, and then all the other junky movies Netflix has or will get. Yeah. Um, but from what I see, is typing is agonizing. And, yeah. Yeah. So, so I I don't know how much of that she'll be doing. Uh, luckily, she only has to do network um, verification once because I know that was fun. Well, I'll set that up for her anyway. But mm-hmm. I mean, if, otherwise, you know, it's really fast. It works. Uh, no, are you hundred percent sure it works fully? Oh, there's some weird stuff. Yeah. It it seemed to have an intermittent connection. Yeah. Do you think that's the Apple TV or your TV? I think that's my TV. My my um that laptop right there that the. Uh, Recording laptop that we use in studio mm-hmm. that uh, cannot go through HDMI to that TV. It can go to any other TV, but not that TV. Mm. What's wrong with that TV? Taunted. Very descriptive. I don't know. So yeah, I don't know. So yeah, I, I you know I'm giving it um you know I've only spent a couple hours with it right now, but I'm giving it uh, four stars out of five. Okay. Dude, the Why only so many stars. You know, you know, taking stars away from not being able to type properly seems to be kind of odd because it's not oriented as a typing device. Okay, for, that's very true. An Apple TV is not a word processor. Well, I mean, it's not a word processor, yes, but what I mean is it's not a... There's no easy way, obvious, intuitive way to input anything. Yeah, but... You can select menus really well, and it has a four... four uh, you know, for Aero deal. Yeah, but so for for right now, the most fun use for the Apple TV has been AirPlay through the iPad. And it actually is pretty well pretty well made. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, we discovered just how easy it is to make AirPlay work. If it's in range, it just goes right in. 
instantly. Like um, when you're as you're using the iPad, it will automatically tell you, "Hey, we just detected that there's an Apple TV on this network." Press this button to instantly watch it stream it over, and it really works really yeah. well. And it's, it, it, that's great. Mm-hmm. We um, uh, the only thing that w- would be nice is to be able to play not just movies and music and stuff from the Apple, you know, from the iPad or iPhone or whatever, but to actually display the screen of the device on the TV through Wi-Fi. That'd be really great. Yeah, I'd like that. I don't see a technical reason they couldn't do that. Do you? Um. Well, the AirPlay only works in each application, so... Well, why couldn't they make it system-wide? What technical reason would prevent them from doing this? It'd be complicated. But why would that be complicated? Wouldn't it just be taking a picture of the screen? Because they, they, they do that when they do HDMI. Why is it different yeah. on Wi-Fi? They don't want to burn up every router in the world. But I don't think that has anything to do with the router. It's the same speed as it would be uh, over HDMI and or... Uh, the same speed as just a regular video playing. Okay. So... You know, there might be lag, and there might be jittery stuff going on, but I don't think that's something they need to be concerned with. I think people would expect it eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Well, iPad 3. Yeah, coming soon. Yeah. Yeah, uh, there are some rumors, actually. Oh, tell me about them. Uh, yeah, I could do that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, so, uh, you know when uh, Steve Jobs' birthday is? Uh, what's that, uh, February 14th? No, that's Valentine's Day. Well, close enough. <laughs> close uh, 28th. Enough. No, 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 that's, um, 17th. Is it February? Day. Yes, it is in February. I am a genius. <laughs> Bar. Okay, when is it actually? It is actually February 24th. It's a number, followed by a month. I win. Actually, it was a month followed by a number, but that's okay. Play it backwards, it makes sense. No, but you know what? Depends on which date system you use. Mayan calendar? Mm. Or the Gregorian calendar? Or, if you're like, the Orthodox, then who knows what calendar you use? I give up. Okay. So anyway, uh, there's there's a bunch of rumors that uh, indicate, or just claim, in a rumor sense, that uh, the iPad 3 will launch or be announced on Steve Jobs' birthday, which is February 24th. What do you think about that? I think it's going to happen. I remember the first iPad was announced sometime in February, but it wasn't released until, like, 90 days later. Yeah, they do that a lot. No, with the first iPad, they did that because they wanted to, um, like, they sent out, um, like, models, not models, but they sent out review units to a lot of, you know, places. Mm Mm-hmm. And then they reviewed for months, and then, you know, the the hype got really hyped. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, we'll find out in a few weeks, um, or it'll be longer than that. But, like, you remember when we were anticipating the iPad 2? Yeah, um, there were leaks and stuff. Yeah, because when they sent a bunch of iPads to a bunch of manufacturers to make cases for Oops. it. Like, when they were making the cases for it, they just... In- oh, look, just- there's a hole in the uh, iPad case. There must be a camera now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, That that that's true. But if it's just if the if the size remains the same and the camera size remains it, like the aperture of the camera remains the same the whole size, mm-hmm. cases won't tell you if the screen changes or the camera changes. So, what what could they do with the iPad physically in the next iteration? Well, I mean, I would really like it uh, not thinner, but just it, I mean, it holds in your hand really nicely. But I, I would like it a little bigger. Um, I know it's a lot bigger than I an think iPod you need a better case. Like a case that extends it so you can grip it? Or? So so when I had my iPod Touch, the thing mm-hmm. was ridiculously thin and really tiny. Uh, its profile is less than a pencil. Um, it's probably as big as the uh, Apple TV remote, uh, you know, oh, yeah. like depth-wise. But uh, the case I got for it had two bumpers on the end. Like, it was, uh, you know, raised here and here, and it had a, like, shallow middle. So that way it was easy to... To grab. Oh, that that would be really nice. Yeah, so maybe maybe you just need a better case. Yeah. See, I, I already bought one case. Uh, I bought a smart cover for forty bucks, and I bought a Bluetooth keyboard in a case for forty bucks. And now I have to go get an orange smart cover because they're going to discontinue the orange yeah, one. That is pretty bad. So I have to hunt one down, and now I have to get a fifth case. So, do you think um, there will be any physical changes on the iPad three? I'm sure. I mean, they can't make any more money selling the same case twice. That's true. I mean. Everybody likes changing stuff. Just no, but I mean physical changes. What would the physical change be? 
Well, I've heard lots of things about the screen. Yeah, but, but, but I mean, something that would make a case have to be different. It's usable on both sides. So what I think they could do is they might add a, a second speaker grill. You know, that would be really nice. Because I, I, I do recall only seeing one on this unit. It's one, and it's right where you always put your hand. So if you have your hand, like, you see where the, it's at on the iPad, it's just right on the edge. It's Is that on the bottom? It's an iPad. You can use it any way. Well, I mean, traditionally, the uh, home button is on the bottom, so. Yeah, so it's on, right on the bottom, so you have your hand right there, right. and you're yeah. using it. Yeah, so uh, on my uh, touchpad, which is horribly slow, the only redeeming quality is it has really nice speakers. It has two really deep uh, speakers on its uh, right side, and, uh, well, depends on which way you're holding it again. I don't yeah. know. It's always on my right side, so I don't know. But um, those speakers sound really great, and I think I, I think that the um, iPad could really benefit from another speaker uh, plate grill. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, well, that would be a big indication that you know there's actually a physical change. Because yeah, one of the biggest features I advertise on the iPad is playing movies wherever you go. Right, like you take yeah. your library with you. But you have to be on Wi-Fi cause to use most of the stuff because they don't let you just store stuff on the iPad because they don't give you like 16 gigabytes to play with unless mm-hmm. you spend another $300. <laughs> um, uh, so do you think they're going to change the screen? Definitely. Um, we, we That's confirmed from Hitachi and Samsung. I think we did a story on that. Like, I, don't, I, I, don't, I don't think it's stuff. confirmed anywhere. If it's not confirmed by Apple, it's not confirmed. Just because somebody has components doesn't mean anything. Like everybody knew they had components for the third gen iPod touch for cameras but then at the last minute they said skip that really I never heard of that yeah we weren't really back in the news sector back then yeah yeah so so that iPad that's uh that's uh coming up soon uh I hope yeah so I got my Apple TV for Christmas so uh yeah that's that's the Apple front for you yeah know what I want for Christmas hmm phone coverage I, I have questionable phone coverage already. What company provides that? Do you AT&T. know? That's right. Good. But, uh, yeah. What I want for Christmas is new AMD Radeon HD seventy nine seventy. Oh, I, I need. I, you know, I read about this, but I don't know anything about it. Well, all you got to know is it's really big, it's really expensive, and it's really awesome. I didn't know it was code name Tahiti. Yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of a weird code name. It, 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 everything uh, has funny code it's names. An, it's an island, and the. Uh, I think it's the South Pacific Ocean. Find Google Maps somewhere. No, I'm uh, good. Yeah, um. I'm good too. <laughs> but um, so tell me about it. Um, it's supposed to be new, faster. It's um, they're claiming that it's going to be the newest, faster, the fastest um, GPU on the market right now. And then next week we're going to find out that it's actually not. Um, uh, so I'm reading about something called uh, Graphics Core Next. What is that? Where are you reading this? On the page that you linked. Well, you know, you know, reading is important. Well, anyway, um, apparently it's the new uh, the new architecture that's powering the twenty eight nanometer. Is that na- is that right? Nanometer? Wow, that's small. Twenty eight nanometer architecture. That's that's what they're calling it. That's cool. Graphics core next. You know, that doesn't sound very well made. It should be next graphics core or something more streamlined. I don't know. Yeah. Or it should just be next. Yeah, with a capital X and T, lowercase yeah. e, capital N. Definitely. Yeah, but, uh, uh, but I'm, I'm pleased to see that they're supporting DirectX 11.1. Mm-hmm. That, that's really important. Uh, yeah. You know, I wonder, you know, I remember when Vista launched, uh, DirectX uh, 10 was like a year and a half after, and DirectX 11 was a year and a half after 7. Mm-hmm. So I wonder when Windows 8 comes out, Will DirectX 12 come out for that on time or way after? And then would it be ruined for uh, tablets? Can you even imagine what that means? Like, there are yeah. no graphics card in tablets, so then they're going to have to use an entirely different architecture. They would have to. Yeah. I mean, that's the point of DirectX. That's for extraction for uh, hardware. But, I mean, it's a big big departure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But So what else do you know about this uh, huge video card? What uh, kind of ports does it have? Um, it has a DVI, an HDMI, and two um, MDPs. Um, abbreviations. <laughs> no bloody clue. Wow. Wow, that's... Uh, this article changed since last I read it. 
Oh, I know how that is. Yeah. Um, oh, mini display port. I'm sorry. I wasn't reading. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Six displays. That's uh, really uh, impressive. So if, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. Just so you know, counting. Yeah. Uh, so what, what we're seeing here is there's DVI, HDMI, and two mini display port adapters uh, on the board, on the card. But it says right below that there's a maximum of six displays on this card. So. Yeah. But that is kind of funny. I, I don't know, but maybe you know, you 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 can SLI these, right? Um, I don't think you'd ever have to. But you could. Probably. What would that do for you? I don't. I don't know. Ah, uh, twelve monitors. Okay, I have to ask. Would it be better to get one of these or two mid-range cards? Well, it depends on what you're doing. If you're, you know, like you have like an I Affinity setup, you're gonna want one high end card. No, but I mean, like if you're just like one of us playing Guild Wars, right? I would just get one mid range card. It's no. Guild Wars. Okay, it came out eleven years ago. No, 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 it came out five years ago. It doesn't matter. Thing, if you want to play Modern Warfare three and do a bunch of other stuff, then you, I don't know. But Guild Wars is out of the question. Oh, okay, okay. But I mean, for for a regular enthusiast, would uh, a single card for five hundred bucks be better, or would two two thirty cards be better? It's always best to have a single card because then you don't have to deal with all the junk that comes with. I think uh, it'd be better to have two cards because then you get way more monitors. You said an average person. No, no, regular enthusiast. Completely different. Okay, what is somebody going to do with twelve monitors? Not who's, twelve. You got the desk space for that. Okay, one person. Wow. Okay. Yeah. No. Um. I. I. Three is all you need, maybe. and most cards can do that. My my um, ATI fifty seven seventy can um do four monitors. Like my um, my uh, I don't even know. It's a it's an Nvidia board now. Ooh, Nvidia. Yeah. Like, burns. I don't even bumps. know what it's called. I think it's a GTX two fifty, and I got it back in two thousand nine when Windows seven came out and. You know, it had one VGA, one DVI, and one HDMI. Yeah, that's pretty common. Um, most single-row um, graphics cards have that. Yeah, see, uh, they they weren't on the bad wing of double-rowing back then. Yeah, my mine's a double-row. Yeah, I, I think that's a lot better. Yeah. I also like that, that second row of vents that's back then. It's really That's, nice. that's, that's yeah. well done. See, mine doesn't have that. Yeah. I mean, if you have even if you have a mid-tower, you won't notice that space gone. Um, well, it was pretty packed in there. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, another row, who cares? Yeah, you have 14 of them. <laughs> and you don't really need an aftercard so much else anymore. No, no, not at all. You know, just, just Wi-Fi. Yeah, except for you don't really need that. Yeah, but see, my ports on that computer, they don't actually work. Yeah, it's okay. just a haunted. Anyway, you know, what, you know what else didn't work? What? Uh, apparently, AT&T thought it would, was now a bad idea to buy T-Mobile. So they're, they're, they're stopping those plans. Okay. So, uh, AT&T is paying T-Mobile $4 billion as a breakup fee. See, when you tell somebody you're going to buy them and then you can't, you have to pay them. Why? Well, it's because, you know, like, uh, T-Mobile was getting ready for being purchased. You know, like, they were exposing documentation, exposing their earnings, exposing, you know, corporate mm-hmm. secrets, essentially. Yeah. So, in, to compensate for those things being exposed, I, I assume you have to be paid for it. That is the best thing I've ever heard in the world. You want to do this now, don't you? I yeah, I really am. I'm going to start plotting. Wait, what are you going to do? Like go buy Microsoft or something? Yeah. Good luck. I'm going to buy Yahoo first and then yeah. sell it to Microsoft. You do that. That's that's going to be good. Yeah. Uh, but some other things are happening now too. Um, so, and instead of um, being purchased by AT and T, T-Mobile is making a deal with AT and T. So that phones on both networks can roam on both networks. You know that would probably wouldn't best from the start. Yes, you can you can see how that logic makes sense. Yeah. In, in hindsight, I don't know why I didn't think of this first. So what the deal is is um, T-Mobile is getting a seven-year uh, 3G roaming deal, so that any towers 3G uh, T-Mobile has, mm-hmm. AT&T can use, and any towers AT&T has, three uh, T-Mobile gets to use also. So who's getting the worst end of the stick on this one? Hmm, it's hard to say for sure. I think AT&T is getting a low-end stick. Low-end? What? I don't understand. Short. Short stick? Yeah, short end of the stick. I think that's the expression. Low-end stick? What kind of stick? Uh, captions. Anyway. Hmm. 
Uh-huh. I, I, you know, you know what might actually be pretty important too. Uh, I I know that T-Mobile has some established LTE towers, and and yeah. AT&T doesn't have that many in many markets, so maybe those towers are also playing a critical role in the in the deal. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I gotta go see the actual. Like, I want a map of those. Yeah, I don't know if I have a map of uh, 4G towers. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, the only map I've ever seen of Verizon's area. Um, <laughs> I mean, AT&T's, it was like that commercial where you see all the little balls just dropping across yeah, the screen. Yeah, I, I, do, I do remember those. <laughs> yeah. Funny. Uh, so the last rumor for the last the last piece of news about the Sprint deal this week, Sprint deal, <laughs> maybe I just gave it away. No, the T-Mobile deal, <laughs> is that since AT&T couldn't buy T-Mobile, mm-hmm. maybe Sprint could. Since they're a smaller carrier, maybe a smaller carrier could get away with buying another small carrier to be a bigger carrier. Okay, but they already signed an agreement for seven years. Well, they they signed a roaming agreement. So hmm. maybe. You so know. you want like three of the biggest providers to like merge? No, no, no. Or not merge, but like roaming. I, I don't even know what that means. I, I personally, I don't think it's a good idea. I think, I think uh, T-Mobile should just stay T-Mobile and just try to compete on cool stuff instead. Okay. Fire some people and just compete on hardware and software. Sounds. Wait, this sounds really <laughs> yeah. way too familiar. Yeah. Hmm, who did this before? Anyway. But, yeah, and so... Yeah, that's that's T-Mobile for you. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's pretty much the end of 2011. Yeah, is it? Yeah. What is it, like a week and a half now? Just uh, under a week? A little over a week. Well, I guess we don't have calendars here. No, calendars. Those are too expensive for us now. Yeah, a week exactly. Okay. Or a week exactly to Christmas. Or not yeah, Christmas yeah. Eve, but New Year's Eve. Hey, what day is it uh, the 24th. That's good. Yeah, but, um, so now it's the end of the year, so all these people are saying, like, oh, this is the best moments of 2011 for yeah. technology and stuff. Mm-hmm. But out of all of those, one thing that caught my eye, um, size of websites. Oh, yeah. That sounds interesting. Um, uh, the, I guess right now the average website is about, um, 200 and, uh, ah, about a little less than a megabyte. Ah. I'm messing up my numbers right now. I'm trying to find the exact story. Yes. But, um, it's really changing, like, because a lot of less things are having Flash and stuff. Because, you know, Flash makes your website extremely big. But, and I know we covered a story earlier, but now images are even becoming really smaller, like with the WebP thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I remember that. So, because... There's two schools of thought. Like, you have everybody is expected to have faster internet now, so they can, you can have really big websites, but then now mobile is being really pushed up. Yeah. And so it's it's been acceptable to have really big websites because everybody's got desktop, and now it's being completely switched around because of the mobile field. Mm-hmm. Well, so the problem with mobile isn't that the speed of the network is bad, it's the latency. So uh, that initial request, it takes forever for that initial request to go through. Uh, mm-hmm. But once the connection is established, it's usually fine. Uh, unlike the uh, desktop or laptop side where, you know, like terrestrial internet or, you know, Wi-Fi, uh, those things are a lot faster because their latencies are a lot lower. And, of course, their speeds are usually pretty fast, too. Uh, so uh, now that you, you have a touchpad, right? Yep. So how is it – what have you noticed for usability when you go to sites? Like- uh-huh. It's browser sucks compared to mobile Safari. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, have you noticed, like, do you know how websites are supposed to have, like, set up for, like, for blind people, like, they're supposed to be able to have their auto-readers read the stuff to them? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, have you noticed, like, there's a lot of sites out there that um, try to be browser or mobile device compatible, but in the end make it absolutely unusable? Um, You know, I see a lot less of those now, Mm -hmm. but from what I've noticed is that websites that don't work um, in mobile Mm -hmm. uh, don't provide any way to get to a full, a full, you know, a full normal view kind of thing, mm-hmm. you know, like how it's normally viewed on the desktop. And those websites are not called Amazon mm. or Facebook mm. or um, any other website I might go to on a phone. Yeah, so we'll go back to Facebook for a second. <laughs> yeah. So on my iPad, I have the Facebook app, but then you can also go to like the, the f- website. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you know, they look kind of the same, but they're not. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what... 
what do you think is acceptable? You can't just mm-hmm. make an app that you buy because everybody has different devices and stuff. Mm-hmm. See, the thing but, about Facebook is that it's supposed to be a portal for other things. So uh, the website is supposed to be usable for enough stuff. So you have a lot of people use the website to get to their games. Really? Yeah. Huh. Mistakenly, because, you know, on an iPad you can't play Flash games anyway. Oh, yes, yes, I know that. Yeah, so I don't know why people keep trying but a lot of people get use the you know the regular website because they don't know any better mm-hmm. or that they want to get to the games yeah but i think i think for uh, the most part apps are a lot but a lot better experience but i, I don't know what wouldn't you expect like a website to be more universal wouldn't you isn't your biggest goal to like universal access for all devices no i don't think so i think i i would prefer to please fewer people more Hmm. Okay. So, you, so basically, you're saying it's better to have. But I mean, think about think about it. In apps. Think about it this way. So, Android and iOS have a browser. Mm-hmm. Are the browsers equal? No. So, what do you do? Do you a make an app for both and give some features to the app system, app development platform that's better, or b make a website? that still won't be equal, and you have to generalize both platforms. Uh, so I, so I, I'll just I, make everybody buy an app. I, I, personally, I think making an app that has uh, some features missing in one and some features in the other, I think that's a personally a better deal. Uh, on the other hand, making a browser actually work uh, is, is pretty hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, I don't blame Android for totally not taking Flash in when they had the chance. I don't mean Flash. I mean Chrome. You know the mm-hmm. Android's browser is really slow, and it's because they don't they didn't integrate Chrome. So and, and Ice Cream Sandwich didn't integrate Chrome, and I don't think we're ever going to get Chrome. Yeah. So. Yeah. Speaking so, of, I see I see a lot of the the big trend here though is total requests are remaining the same for uh, you know regular websites, mm-hmm. but the data use for those same number of requests is skyrocketing. At least you know. 25 to 40%. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think is causing that? It's not just the images. I think it's a, a lot of the application-specific data, like uh, JavaScript, CSS, and stuff. Yeah, because you don't go to any sites that are just um, stale images. No. Yeah, everything's... Dynamic now. Yeah. Yeah, it does something. So, I mean... It's got to fade in. It's got to be shiny. Right, right. I remember Facebook um, a couple years ago. I counted the number of JavaScript files... You know, two years ago, you did what? I counted the number of JavaScript files on the Facebook homepage. You know, like when okay. you would get get into the wall on mm-hmm. Facebook. Yeah, thirty five. And okay. then I also counted the CSS files, twenty five. So you sat there and viewed the source, and then viewed all the JavaScript and all the CSS. Yeah, yeah, I did. Okay. So, so that that was a couple of years ago. You know, yeah. it's it's gotten worse now because what they do now is they dynamically load a bunch of their libraries, so you can't count anymore. Mm. Yeah, I tried again. Yeah. That's kind of funny that you even tried. But uh, if you look down on this uh, same same page you gave me, um, sites with Flash are still pretty much constant, which is very surprising. Yeah, I really think it's going to take a long, long time for Flash to die out. You know, the places that are using Flash are places that really don't care. Yeah. I mean, on a quick side note, um, I, I'm endorsing Domino's right now, but on Domino's, is, like when I go to the Domino's um, website, um, it uses Flash to build your pizza. Like yeah. you can see it animate. But when you do it on the iPad, it, it shows you an image. Like it swaps out the Flash with just an image. So you can, it just loads an image with the pepperoni. It loads the image with just the cheese. That's so fine. So it's, it's perfectly usable. Like yeah. it, it, they made it usable. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can it's just, just not as smooth, it. right? Yeah, it still looks really good. Yeah. So, how's the pizza tracker on the iPad? <laughs> that's my key. It, it, that's gone. That, it doesn't work. Oh, it sends you an email when the order's created, and it says, come back, come mm. visit in 15 to so 20 minutes. For, for those who don't have Domino's in their local area, Domino's has this thing called... Why would you know what Domino's is if you didn't have them in your local area? Domino's is a pizza delivery chain restaurant thing. So, anyway, if you ordered from Domino's online, you get to use this thing called a pizza tracker. So on your desktop, you order, you pick your pizzas, and you hit hit pay. And then it brings you to a page where it says prepping, putting in oven, boxing, ready, 
And there's don't forget the quality check. Oh yeah, I forget about that. <laughs> That's hilarious. There's a little section that says quality check. You know, in case there's like an upside down pepperoni or something. Sometimes that happens. You'd be surprised. You want your pepperoni facing right side up. Yeah, you know, ups, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, the, the pizza tracker is built in Flash, mm-hmm. and it, you know, it came out. I don't even know, like four years ago, and it was fantastic. It's been very useful. You know precisely when your pizza's ready, when the delivery guy goes out, or when it's ready to pick up. And yeah. it's fast, it's efficient, it looks really nice. They have different skins now, too. Yeah, they even have skins. There's little uh, survey things you can fill out. Little and games. leave a note of encouragement to the person <laughs> making your pizza. That's nice. Yeah. Because, you know, they're just trapped back, back there in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Yes. And yeah. so, um, I know we're it's a little off-topic, but and we're talking about making things accessible for um, mobile and non-mobile. But um, it's the end of 2011... And so um, right now I'm looking at um, 2011 November. So last month, mm-hmm. um, 8.3% of the world is using uh, Internet Explorer 6. Oh, man. Um, how many more years do you think it'll be till it's 2% or lower? So it's 8. what now? 8.3%. Uh, as of November. So uh, Also, can I ask what source? The IE6 countdown page. Like, you know. Oh, from Microsoft. Yeah, okay. it's, it's okay. a beautiful thing. It breaks you down. Okay. It breaks so. it down. So make sure you send me that link because I need to put that in the show oh, yeah. notes. Uh, so if, you, if anybody wants to know about our show notes, you can just read them on my blog where, where you presumably are listening to this podcast. And you can actually get the information we're talking about because yeah, we don't know it. Because we don't actually have a clue what we're talking about. But anyway, um, so how many years? Well, so uh, you know um, Windows 2000, right? Mm-hmm. When's the last time you saw Windows 2000 computer? Um, when I was at a local public school. Okay, so when was that? Two days ago. Okay, so what I'm saying is, if Windows 2000 is still around and doing something, I mean, do they even make builds of Firefox that are compatible with 2000? I think they do. Uh, Or did they drop it with 4? They must have. Um, You know, when when Firefox is no longer supported on XP, I think uh, XP will go. I was I have I had XP and 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 so what I'm saying is, XP is where those IE6 users are. Absolutely. So. As soon as XP is gone, we don't have to worry about Internet Explorer 6. Yeah, but lots of people are still buying brand new copies of XP. But then those people who buy new computers, they upgrade anyway. That's not a problem. Because they have Service Pack 3 and that goes right in to 7. But the thing is they can't. They're, they're bound by drivers and stuff. They need XP. No, 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 no. no. When I say 7, I mean Explorer 7. Internet Explorer 7. Oh, okay. Yeah, yes, yes, sorry. Yes, yeah. yeah, but I, I think like, people... I thought you meant Windows. <laughs> I know, it's too many numbers. Not yeah. enough. Names. Uh, so the thing about yeah. Internet Explorer is that you either have to use it because you're corporate or because you totally pirated Microsoft uh, yeah, XP. Um, the highest density Windows XP. of um, uh, uh, Internet Explorer users for IE6 is in China right now. So where do you think they got those? Um, I, I, At the local yeah. Apple store. Yeah. <laughs> You remember the uh, fake Apple stores they had mm-hmm. all over? It's hilarious. Yeah. Was... A former teacher of ours was telling us that when he was he was in Beijing for a few years teaching, and he you could just go to anywhere and just buy anything you wanted. It, it just kind of free reign there. Yeah. And, and at the same time, you, your browser is kind of old and vulnerable. Very. But, I mean, just imagine, if somebody was, was hacked there, how much money would they actually have anyway like in their account? And would it would it would it really be a big catastrophe? Mm-hmm. No, I don't no, think so. no, no, yeah. Well, either way, yeah. So you know, you've you've heard of ice cream sandwich? I have. You know, it's the it's the new Android operating system mm-hmm. that uh, just came out with the uh, what is it called the Galaxy Nexus. Yeah, I heard have, you, have you seen anything about that yet? I have not held one yet. I'm, I've, I'm I've, really anxious to get to somewhere where I can play with one. You know, it's hard to find demo areas for these Android phones. Yeah, it's really easy to find an iPhone to play with. You just walk into a store clearly labeled mm-hmm. Apple. Or I've walked into a Best Buy and set off the alarms Oops, before. Don't do that. Yeah. Uh, not, not recommended at all. I mean, they have the little... They have the, you know how most places have the drawstring attached to the phone mm-hmm. so you can pick it up? Well, I went to the iPhone. I went to pick it up, but it was bolted down. You know, you know, I was it's just tough. about to ask, do they have the drawstring on the Apple Store? And yes, they do, but you just don't notice it because it's not tight. Yeah. Yeah, it's loose. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so um, Ice Cream Sandwich is a totally new uh, operating system. And by totally new, I mean it's an upgrade, but it's uh, a merge of 
the phone branch and the tablet branch of Android. Yeah, I was hoping for that to come because it, it's, it's, there's so many different versions of it. Right. Yeah. Well, so it's a totally different UI kind of setup. I mean, there are elements from both uh, platforms, but it, it's totally new. It lo- everything looks different. Well, a lot of manufacturers put their own custom UI on top of the native Android UI. So, like mm-hmm. my phone, my Optimus V, this is from uh, LG. Okay. Yeah. And they did not customize this in any way. It's stock Android. It's ready to go out of the box, looking like Google intended it. Yeah. But manufacturers like Samsung, for example, don't like doing that. Instead, what uh, Samsung likes doing is uh, putting uh, something called TouchWiz on their phones. Okay, what's that? TouchWiz looks like a lot of blocks of candy. Candy. Yeah, so you know um, how candy's usually like kind of a pastel count, you know, color kind of a. Oh yes, I know all about pastel colors and toner and all sorts of stuff. Do you now? I do. Ah, well, hmm, I don't know about that. Anyway, so it looks really blocky. It has there's a lot of uh, pastels. Uh, I don't really know too much about it since I've never had it, uh, Samsung device personally. But from what I can see, is. Uh, you know, it looks like a block. It looks like candy. looks like colors. Um, there are some nice, um, you know, instead of doing this up and down thing, you swipe left to right. Mm-hmm. There's some other nice little things they put in. So instead of having this kind of a launcher, there's a little different launcher. Okay. It's more like the iPhone launcher. Like can you search for applications quicker and stuff? Yeah, you know, there's some nice little enhancements. Yeah. But is it Siri yet? No, not. Uh, no. But the problem is, what it TouchWiz does is it totally alters the entire system's UI. So instead of being just Android, it's Android and TouchWiz. Hmm. So imagine you have Android 2.3, which is the latest version of Android for phones. Yeah, can you imagine that? Yes. And then imagine a new one comes out called Ice Cream Sandwich 4, 4.0. Mm-hmm. Do you think those 2.3 phones could be updated? Answer? Yes. Yes, but... If they have TouchWiz, the answer is no, because they'd have to rewrite TouchWiz. And it'd be an old TouchWiz. So they don't want to rewrite the old ones. They want to keep the old ones, no, give no update, and just let the poor users of the Galaxy S and the Galaxy Tab 7-inch in the dark of Ice Cream Sandwich. Hmm, that's too bad. Yeah. I don't think this phone will ever get Ice Cream Sandwich either. Yeah. Because it's too slow. So what the the reasons they're citing is they can't put TouchWiz and Ice Cream Sandwich on the same device because of memory constraints. Okay. Yeah. Bad bad answer. So yeah, it's kind of bad the quality control because each offered or each, it's not, not it's not Android's fault yeah. because they they do put stock Android on it's their customization yeah. that's the problem. Yeah, I mean I don't want them to do what Apple does, but I, I, it would. What be does Apple nice. do again? Total control. Oh, um, it would. Be, Nice if they had some guidelines for yeah. each company. I would like that. That would be really nice. I mean, it's open source, so they encourage yeah, but it's, custom, unique customization. It's not, though. It's not right. Well, I guess that's kind of, you know, all open source stuff. You can mm-hmm. never get a um, graphical interface that works, and it, you have to switch everything. You know, this this sounds familiar. What what operating system is this again? Uh, Ubuntu. Oh. Um, every Actually, every Linux distribution except for Debian. For Debian's been known for a long time. Wait, can you get a KDE? Yeah, you can. What? Can you get a Debian KDE installed? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But can you get a Unity installed? Kubuntu. Hmm. Yeah, Kubuntu. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. What else is it called? Uh, K-Buntu, U-Buntu, X-Buntu, and some other Buntu. Yeah. I don't remember them all. Mm-hmm. I don't use any of them. Mm-hmm. You know, I tried to download 11.10. I tried to install it. Mm-hmm. You know, this, there's this browser called Chrome. Yeah. I couldn't install it. What? I don't know. Um, you know how they took away the GW installer? Oh, yes, I love that. So, so Ubuntu, some number or other, after 10.04, mm-hmm. they took away the in, the package installer mm-hmm. from Ubuntu, and they made everything go through the software manager thing? Yeah. What is uh, it called? Ubuntu software, software Center. Software Center. Mm-hmm. So I can't install Chrome. Some, some professional needs to help me out with that. 
Yeah, I'll, I'll fix it for you. It's, it's a real short thing. It's 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 quite tedious. Yeah, it's it's just a pain. Yeah. Well, uh, so a few weeks ago, you know, many weeks ago now, because this is what our seventh podcast. I don't even know. Yeah, seventh sounds about right. So, so um, uh, a long time ago, I found this thing called AeroFS. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like Dropbox, but instead of being hosted centrally in the cloud oh, somewhere. Yeah. Uh, it was hosted locally, and uh, your data would transfer between drives and computers through peer-to-peer networks that were private to you and only you. And I thought that was a really great idea. Yeah. Uh, but the only problem with it is that you didn't have access to your files online, so you couldn't go to a website and just download them or something. Mm-hmm. So if you didn't have the um, you know program file on that computer you were using, you couldn't access your files. But so I just I found this um, new thing called OwnCloud. Oh, that's um, cool. And so it's, it sounds kind of cool. It's an open source thing, I guess. And so what it does is it um, you host it yourself somehow, somewhere. Okay. And uh, you, it gives you um, access to your files through a web interface or web dev. And web dev is sort of like a HTTP powered um, Dropbox, but just it's really basic. Like there's two, com- like four commands. There's like get, put, delete, and rename or something. Really basic. Yeah. Um, but it also lets you sync files between computers, and and it gives you the web interface because you're hosting the server yourself. So it's essentially a your a, a private Dropbox. Mm-hmm. So that sounds pretty nice. Um, I, I didn't I haven't tried it yet because it, it it does involve a little bit of tinkering with a Linux computer that I didn't set up. Ah. Uh, I need Chrome first. Yep. Uh, so. Uh, yeah, but I, I'm I'm really interested in it. It's powered by Apache PHP and MySQL, so it does all the databasing and stuff for you. So it knows mm-hmm. diffs and uh, when files have changed and everything. Mm-hmm. So it, it sounds really nice. It sounds great. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so wow, I think that means yeah. it's time for the lightning round. It's lightning round cue. Whoa, timed all perfectly. Right. Yeah, indeed. Go. All right, so I got the first lightning round. Um, so you know how we started off the, the, at the start of the show? I was do, just doing a Google search, and uh, they have cool um, little musical light. Yeah, that's, that, was, that was pretty cool. Um, but also, if you go to YouTube, um, if you look at the slider on YouTube, it's actually a snowflake. YouTube. Yeah, so if, if you're on YouTube, just watch any video. The slider is the normal dot, but it's got a snowflake around it. Whoa. Yeah, stop making things explode. Um, oh, I'm at 13% battery, even though I'm plugged in. Something's not computing. That? Uh, I think I tripped over this earlier, and that's mm. what kind of went so with you, it. So YouTube has a slider for, like, videos? Yeah, you know, the progress bar. Like, you can slide it back to the beginning, slide it back to the... You know that? Mm, yes, I do. Look at it once. I'm getting there. Yeah, well, I make this stop dying. <laughs> uh, so our recording computer. You know, I'm not seeing this, sorry. On YouTube. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Okay. So, when you say snowflake, it's really, really subliminal. Yes. But press the snowflake button. Oh, there's a snowflake button. And Oh, that's so cool. Do you know what it should do? Make snowflakes in the background, not over your video. It, it, it blurs you the back. Like, if you click the snowflake button, if you're oh. watching a video, it <laughs> starts raining snowflakes across your video screen. Uh, let's see. Um, a long video. Uh, Google I.O. No, no, better. Yeah, it just, just pick a video. Uh, but either way, it, it really annoys me that it just blocks out the whole video, but I, I've done sites with little... Er, oh, okay, stuff. so this is interesting. You might want to know this. So I, I just you know did a search for uh, Apple Keynote, and I meant to type 2011, because mm-hmm. I needed a long video so I could get more snowflakes. Interesting. So, so I accidentally typed 2001, and I just took the first one, mm-hmm. and it's the iPad, uh, I mean, iPod event from 2001. iPod, cool. Yeah, so there's no snowflake button or snowflake slider on this video, because it's too old, apparently. Just, anyway, I'm breaking things. Yeah, this, uh, <laughs> Don't worry about it. Either Don't, way, um... You, it just, okay, I, I got it. Like, I'll, I'll put this in the show notes so everybody can see it too. But, uh, anybody who uses YouTube has noticed. Yeah. Because it's been so, this way for two days. So that's now, pretty nice. Or longer. But I, that, I just that wish is it a was a little ca- cooler. That is a pretty good catch. Yeah. I mean, you know, you know, it has to be something that doesn't annoy anybody. Uh, but it, have you seen the um, other thing? If you do a Google, Google search for Let It Snow, um, it starts to snow on the page. 
Yeah, maybe that's yeah. Have you seen this one? Nope. It's pretty cool. It it uh it whites out each of the links mm-hmm. or results on the page. That is pretty cool. Uh, and of course, if you know, it hasn't snowed here in uh, St. Paul ever. It has. This melts a few hours later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it only could snow like this uh, webpage is right now. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, so it's a pretty nice, pretty nice. I, I like that. Yeah. And so, um, the next lightning round, it's also mine, because I'm just going to take it, because you're yeah, not doing go, it. Yeah, go, just go. Um, so you all know Facebook. Y'all know Facebook? No, yeah. I don't know Facebook. Well, um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Y'all know it. Okay. So what about y'all Facebook? Y'all know it. What, is, what, is, what about Facebook? So who made Facebook? Um, this uh, guy called Winklevoss. Uh, I'm going for Mark Zuckerberg. Oh, you believe the... that story? Okay. Pretty much. But anyways, so I guess there's this guy who's having a dispute with them. I guess he was advertising something on his business, and they didn't like that, so they, asked him to, they took it down for him. Uh, he didn't like that, so he went to... Um, this uh, the legal office. I forget, I don't know what the exact name is for it. And he legally changed his name to Mark Zuckerberg, and then sent an email to Facebook saying, "You know, if you if you're going to sue me for this, you're going to have to sue Mark Zuckerberg." That is fantastic. Yeah, I, I, he has a little he has a little blog, and um, I linked to it, and so oh, it'll be in the wow. show notes. That is and so. He, and he had a little camera on him when he went in to get his name legally changed. And just saying, no, 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 I'm not trying to... I have a family named Zuckerberg, and I'm just bringing back my old ancestral name. Uh-huh. Yeah. It, it was very, very funny. Zuckerberg. Yeah, I know, Mark. Yeah. Hi, Mark. Very, very funny. And um, so so the guy's original first name was not Mark. Yeah, um, I know that. Uh, the, the, the guy's original name was Rotam Guez. I, I, I'm totally butchering that, sorry. But, I mean, I'm just saying I can't sp- say names that mm-hmm. aren't English. So anyway, very funny. Though. You know, uh, apparently though he um, his business essentially sells likes. So, yeah, the so, like store. Yeah, so the like store, you you pay them and they like your stuff, mm-hmm. and apparently that's a terms of service violation for Facebook. So Facebook is going to sue him, of course. That's what you do when somebody's violating your your toss. Yeah. And uh, well, you it's kind of weird to sue your founder. It, it is. That's just funny. Like, he's just saying. <laughs> I think what it's. He does I think it's. I think that's well done. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I have the next lightning round bit. Mm-hmm. So have you ever heard of an iPod Nano? I have. So how could you make that thing smaller? Hmm. I mean, right now it's a little square that's like an inch yeah. and a half by an inch and a half. I love the iPad um, Nano watches. Have you seen the watch adapter for them? Yeah, I have. You that just is... get the watch and then it just clicks in. You know what's funny though. Is the first year the Square Nanos came out, mm-hmm. like Apple was just joking during the keynote, like some some exec wears it as a watch, mm-hmm. and then the next year, like when they you know did the rev, yeah, they actually made special watch faces to wear them as watches. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, it, it's it's a, it's a fad that's that caught on. It is. So I, in, in that vein, Apple is researching iPad Nanos as. Um, oh, sorry about the drop. Oh yeah, uh, it's fine. Um, what is it called? Uh, the, the, Apple's researching a, a nano that you could wear as a bracelet. That that would be cool. How would you listen to it? Can you imagine running while this cord is attached to your arm no, into your ears? I mean, what what would, what would that mean? It'd mean your brain is going to be messed up because it's going to go through your arm. <laughs> like, have you ever had the tooth tunes? Where it plays the sound in your like it's a toothbrush that plays the thing. No. Um. I would not have that for any reason. Yeah, well, a Target once they're on like clearance and they're like a, a dollar for a toothbrush, and I got these toothbrushes. And, and, and as you're brushing your teeth, I don't know, you, you kind of hear it because it's you're, it's in your jaw, and you, as you're brushing your teeth, I don't know, it it is embedded into your brain. That's well, all that matters. So the, the other thing they're going to try to work on is so the this this iPod Nano, it's embedded. It's essentially a bracelet that you wear around your arm. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's it's thin. It's a strip that just you know goes around your wrist. Yeah, you know, uh, potential problems. It would wiggle too much. How could you control it? Because it's not going to be touch screen. That's insane. So I, I don't know. There's too many things that could go wrong with it. But what they want to do is they want to be able to um, make it a little bit easier to um, have like these satellite devices that tie into like a real eye device, like an iPod Touch or an iPhone. Mm. 
So they they want to have like a, a, a simple music playing device that extends your ability to do stuff with your real device. So you know you you put your phone in your pocket and then you wear the bracelet, nano, and then you can control it. Yeah. Seems uh, it seems yeah. like a lot of work, but you know that's what Apple does. You know I'm I'm just I'm just thinking about this. It'd be a lot nicer just to have a necklace or something like a like a amulet like, like you <gasps> an know, amulet. Have, yes. You want some elixir? Yes, I do. Hmm. What do you What do you know about elixir? I want one with plus ten intelligence right now. <laughs> okay. And one that also I need um a sugar rush too for the next five minutes so we finish this podcast. Oh, so what you're hearing right now is my snowflake gathering. Oh, see, this yeah. is why I wanted my snowflake gathering. So when this is funny, this is the keynote from earlier this year. This is not copyright infringement, just so you know. Anyway. Dig it down. The snowflakes, they gather at the bottom of the video. Yeah. It's just you wouldn't know that with a short video. <laughs> okay. Yes. Oh, that's so cool, too. If you take your mouse and you mess, you can mess with the snowflakes, you can blow them around. Yeah, that is pretty cool. I, I did not know that. I just saw how annoying it is. Okay. Anyway, when I turn my volume back on for it is the um, new Siri commercial for this Christmas. Oh, yes. Have you seen this? Oh, that would be hilarious to have your snow-covered Santa. Uh, or, uh, that is kind of funny, actually. Yeah. No, I won't do that. And actually, it's not available in this video. Copyrighted. I don't know. Anyway. Um, well, I'm just going to play it, and hopefully it's loud enough to uh, potentially hear. So, this video is of Santa with an iPhone 4S talking to Siri. How do I get to Charlie Grant's house? Here are directions <laughs> to Charlie Grant's house. Is it cold in Santa Fe, Raleigh, Cleveland tonight? Really cold, down to about 14 degrees. Find that email with the naughty or niceness. New message from Mrs. Claus. Go easy on the cookies. <laughs> How does the rest of my day look? You have 3.7 billion appointments. So I just saw some snow in the background at the end of that ad, and I thought it was YouTube. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so, hey, how many how, how does the rest of my day look? You have 3.7 billion appointments. Yeah, it's amazing that Siri can load all those. Yeah. But I thought that was a really cool ad, you know, for Apple to put out right before, you know, the big holiday. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. It is well made. Yeah, but I thought it was really nice. It's better than a, what's a weasel look like? <laughs> You're the only one who has a problem with what's a weasel look like. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Okay. So, uh... Any more lightning? No, I think the lightning's just exploded. Oh, no more lightning. Well, nope. hmm. Q and A. Any Q and A this week? Ah, uh, no. You know, uh, you know, we we give you the answers if you give us the questions. I mean, nobody's ever going to listen to us. No. So, I mean, if you, if you are listening to us, please just let you, us know you, that you actually listen to us. Well, I gotta say, what are you doing? I'm not. No, not not you. What, what are you doing listening to us? That's insane. <laughs> Stop messing with my mind. I'm still trying to find my intelligence elixir. Oh, dear. You know you know what? If you are listening to us, you know what you've got to do? You've got to leave a comment on that blog that is yeah. hosting this video. Wait a second. Yes. That's why I haven't been getting any comments, because I keep calling it a video. Huh. It agrees. Yes. The buzzer just... The ding of agreement. <laughs> okay. Well. Now uh, we just lost our last few listener. No, 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 not at all. This this isn't... We're not talking about coffee. It's okay. It's a joke somewhere else. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, since we don't have any Q&A, what else do we have? French fries and gravy. Hmm. You know, that's actually really good. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I think that's... I think that's it for this week. You know, it's yeah. a good week. Uh, I, I wish you uh, a yeah. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Oh, Merry Adam to you, too. Uh, you know, you know, that's just a thing that somebody does. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is Matthew Petchel signing off. And this is Ryan Rapperson. Have a good one.